Welcome back to our purgatory reading here at DantesComedy.com. And today we come to the fourth terrace. So we're going to spend some time on this, both because the fourth terrace is very important as the as the middle part of the climb. You have like three terraces below and three terraces above. But it's also, in a deeper sense, very important because it's the, it's the heart of the whole purgatory book. And some of the topics also lies at the very heart of the whole divine comedy with love as the, the structuring, uh, so what structures the, the mountain, but also the whole motive force of, of behavior and also of how the whole comedy ends with kind of the love that moves the sun and the other stars. And there's also, uh, in one sense, putting kind of the divine love as well as in the center of the whole divine comedy. So all of this is, is put into these two chapters, which is in the middle of the whole story. So just to take the literal part, we are moving towards nighttime as we come up to the fourth level. And then they stop and then Virgil has a lecture about love, both a structure of the, of the mountain and also a definition, which we'll come back to. And then they meet a group of souls. They are very hurried because this is the, the terrace of sloth, meaning laziness. And one way of taking or the, the main, uh, or a, a great thing to take out of it is that they say that the problem with sloth is, is that you might be too late for things in life. So if you're moving too slowly, it might not get you where you want in time. So that's a very kind of a practical uh, practical negative consequence of sloth. And they are, so these souls are very hurried because they have to kind of speed up and move more quickly. And after they have a brief uh, encounter with this group, they fall asleep. And then you have a dream. So this is the second dream, the second night for the pilgrim. And that uh, is of a siren or some kind of a monster that transforms into a siren before his eyes. Very symbolic that it is our gaze at the temptations that make them appear beautiful to us, but they are, in this metaphorical sense, monsters. And then he wakes up, and then uh, we go more back to some of the details of the dream. So they wake up, then the, another angel comes and brushes off one of the scars on his forehead, and then they climb up the stairs to the fifth terrace. So the main Two overall themes is love and then also the, this dream of the siren. So we're going to have a few readings, ex reading excerpts there. First about the love and, and uh, the definition of love, because Virgil is explaining that the structure of the mountain is that you have two parts or three parts. The first is misdirected love. And that is the first three terraces, meaning that your desires or your like your, your aim for thing where you're moving is misdirected. And that's what lies underneath pride and envy and then wrath. So there's also, it could be helpful to remember like Aristotle's definition of love, which is a little bit different from, or from Dante's, but Aristotle says that love is that underlying force that is moving things into its natural place. But then Dante's adding to this that there's also something called bad love because it could be misunderstood. So the first three terraces are then misdirected love. The fourth one is too little love. So it's aimed at a good, but it's too little of it. And then the top three are 
excessive love. So it's too much love for something, which is the, the avarice and the gluttony and the lust. So that is like, it's all moved by love, which is a very important deep point of the, of the purgatory and the whole divine comedy. And then the pilgrim asks, but what is the definition of love? So Virgil says, from what is real, your apprehensive power extracts an image it displays within you, forcing your mind to be attentive to it. And if attentive, it inclines toward this, that inclination is love. So in this sense, it's described more as a desire or what you perceive in your mind to be desirable and then you are attracted towards it. And this is why he talks about you have two types of love. You have the natural love and the rational love. And then the rational love could be wrong because your apprehension could be misunderstood for many different reasons. And then one might think it's, it's something desirable because it's misunderstood in the apprehension. And, uh, and that's why the misdirected love will move you towards that or motivate you towards that. So um, he says then, Virgil is then continuing in, with this concept of bad love. So he says, it should be clear to you by now how blind to truth those people are who make the claims that every love is in itself good love. They think this for love's substance, probably, seems always good, but though the wax is good, the impression made upon it may be bad. This is a, a deep and also helpful metaphor. Like the, subs the feeling of the love could be good, but it could be directed to something that is mistaken, and therefore the outcome could be something negative. And that's what he will here call the bad love. So that's the main parts of this this uh, little mini lecture that Virgil has for, for the pilgrim about the nature of love and how it structures the whole mountain. And then we move on to the dream. So he says here, as I fall asleep, there came into my dream a person stuttering, cross-eyed, stumbling along on her maimed feet with ugly yellow skin and hands deformed. I stared at her, and as the sun revives a body numbed by the night's cold, just so my eyes upon her worked to free her tongue and straighten out all her deformities, gradually suffusing her wan face with just the color love would have desired. So here Dante, as the writer, is describing how temptations appear beautiful as we look at it. It's, it's our gaze that makes it appear beautiful. And then also you have, uh, as a side thing, you have this whole uh, metamorphosis technique of Ovid, that is kind of how this, this monster is gradually transforming into something very, very attractive and, and kind of the temptations. So this is, this is symbolic of the next three levels. So this is the, the top three levels of the mountain, which is about the, the temptations and the siren. And then Virgil is the one in the dream who helps, helps the pilgrim to expose what it really is 
So he, he says here, Virgil moved toward her, keeping his gaze fixed on that noble one. So there's also a saintly figure in the dream, which is not identified fully. It could be like a, a metaphor of virtue in itself. So Virgil is keeping the eye on kind of the good, the saintly, the virtuous. And then he seized the other, meaning the siren, ripped her garment off, exposing her as far down as the paunch. And then he wakes up. And then you have the symbolism here that what will protect you and defend you against the illusion of, of the temptations is your reason. And then also as long as your reason is, is focusing on the good and the virtuous. So um, that's how the, the fourth terrace ends and then they have a little bit more chat and then they move up and they, they meet the angel who brushes off the pee on the, the fourth pee of his forehead and then they come to the fifth terrace. So it's a, it's a good terrace. It's kind of contained properly with the theme of love and the theme of the siren. It's also very deep for the whole journey. And then so some practical takeaways is this to evaluate kind of motivations for, for oneself and that even if something feels, sometimes it could also feel, feel virtuous or filled with love, but it might be misdirected. And it's also very interesting to see how Dante is uh, describing the whole field of phenomenology in philosophy about kind of how you make models in your brain of, of the reality that is outside there that we can never really fully apprehend in just one little, one little tercet. From what is real, your apprehensive power extracts an image it displays within you. And then he kind of <laughs> frames the whole way of how we relate to reality. So... Uh, we're going to stop this one here. It's about 10 minutes again. And I uh, hope some of this was interesting and hope also it, kind of, it gives an overview of, of the climb and also of a, a different understanding of the word love as it's used in the purgatory. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're having a great day and see you again next time. <laughs>